At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare getting ready to take on spring make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools from hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more. Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family vgw group no purchase necessary void where prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus you found primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. It is primetime action on a Wednesday night, the eve of the NFL draft. It's Gil Alexander, Matt Brown, Kelly Bidlin. Glad you could join us tonight. Uh, JVT on the NBA, Adam Levitan with his draft prop picks. The legendary, the great Brent Musburger will join us as well, saving the best for last there. And of course, not a triple header tonight in the NBA, but a double header. And it looks like two closeouts, certainly the market feels, will happen. Some gentlemen sweeps in the NBA. Done betting hockey, by the way. Done. Wait, what? Did you done, lose that last night? Done betting That was a big score for me and Andy. Done, done betting hockey. Oh, man. They let them score. They scored five, the other team, or could, four in the third period. That didn't go final when we were on air, right? Because you, no. you were celebrating when they no, tied. No, no, There was a right? whole period left whenever we left. We, we left. Down. It was two to one when we left. Yeah. It got to, th- it got to three to one, then three to three, and then... Coyotes won it yeah, five to three. Yeah, yeah. You should you should hang it up, man. Go back to betting big dogs. Minus six hundred. So big dogs are passed. Every time we've had nights like this where there's been multiples, if you would have just bet the plus three fifty right, or all bigger, of them, you you'd be up. You'd be up millions money. of dollars right now. I'm just going to I'm just going to sit on an island and just bet plus three fifty or bigger hockey dogs every night, and then I'm just going to live like a king. There it is, Gil. That's, <laughs> that's the only one I bet last night. That's that's how you do it. That's, that, that's, oh, I, I'm just picturing Matt Brown on a Caribbean see, island so living like a king. The, thing, the other two got crushed. <laughs> yeah, like the other two big dogs get crushed. But every night, one of the one of the one of them wins outright. I hear you, man. The yeah. difference is you didn't get a text from Andy McNeil saying, "Why don't you bet this right now?" <laughs> <laughs> uh, Bulls and uh, Bucks at 7:30 Eastern. It is 12, 12 and a half in favor of 
the Bucks, the Bulls, extremely shorthanded in this one. 217, 217 and a half is your total. Looks like could be the end of the run here for Chicago. And then 10 Eastern, 7 Pacific. We have the Nuggets and the Warriors. The Warriors are eight and a half point home favorites here, 225 and a half to 226 and a half. So there's a point difference in the total out there if you want to shop around just a tad. Some first pitches coming pretty soon, the Orioles and the Yankees. Tyler Wells versus Jordan Montgomery. Jordan Montgomery and the Yankees are minus 265 home favorites over the Orioles and and uh, Wells, plus 215 if you want them as underdogs. Eight is your total. Marlins and Nationals here in a few minutes. Pablo Lopez and Eric Fetty. Uh, Lopez and the Marlins, minus 135 road favorites over the Nationals, plus 115 if you want the home dogs. Seven and a half the total. Few minutes from now, the Red Sox and the Blue Jays. That is Michael Waka and Ross Stripling. Stripling and the Blue Jays are minus 120 home favorites, even money on the Red Sox and Waka. Nine is your total. 720 Eastern, the Cubs and the Braves. Mark Leiter versus Charlie Morton. Charlie Morton and the Braves, minus 195 home favorites, plus 165 on the Cubs as road underdogs. Eight and a half is your total. 740 Eastern, we've got the Tigers and the Twins. Michael Pineda and Joe Ryan. Joe Ryan and the Twins, minus 195 home favorites there over Pineda and the Tigers. Plus 165 if you want the underdogs. Seven is your total. 805 Eastern, Astros and the Rangers. Got Christian Javier and Glenn Otto. This is 110 on both sides. This is a coin flip. Eight and a half is your total. 930 Five Eastern, the Guardians and the Angels. Zach Plesak versus Shohei Otani. Otani's a minus 220 home favorite. Plesak is a plus 180. Road underdog, seven and a half is your total there. 945 Eastern. 645 Pacific, the A's and the Giants. The Giants and Sam Long are minus 180 home favorites over Paul Blackburn and the A's. They are plus 155 road underdogs. Total of seven in that one because Blackburn's actually been pretty good for the A's so far. They just don't have anybody that can hit, so you're getting a pretty low total there in that one. You know, Gil, one of the things we were talking about yesterday from a uh, on, on on break was just this the ball situation. Did you did you finally see? Did you see Bassett came out today for the Mets? And oh, I didn't. Yeah, so Bassett came out today for the Mets, and he's like, "We've told them there's a problem with these balls." Like, they don't care. Baseball's not listening to us. Wait, we have told them multiple times. Like, because there's, there's another fight today, and these pitchers are saying, like, because you were you had said that you'd read an article where some were saying that some were slipperier, slipperier yeah, than others. They, they and, mix, as, as deadened the ball is, there's still games where they mix in different balls with a different texture, and those yeah. are the ones where they fly. And, and so uh, there's more hits bat, batsmen today, and, like, he's saying, like, he's like, I've, We've tried to tell them, like, these balls, there's no consistency with these things. They're terrible. We need to get, like, some sort of consistency. He's like, they don't care. They just, like, they just brush it off and whatever. So it's, just, it's like one thing after another with, with baseball. We're just like, guys, come on one time. Just get it together, get you it know? Right. Rob, I thought Rob Manfred was going to be awesome, and he just, he's, every button he pushes is the wrong it's way. Just, it's just the wrong uh, you know, I was going through these this morning. There's 11 guys, 11 starters in Major League Baseball whose ERAs are 2.00 or lower. 11. Yeah. And that's Alec Manoa's at 2.00. But if you get down to, like, the top five, Plesak, who's pitching tonight, 1.53. Miles Michaelis, 1.21. Carlos Rodon, 
1.17. Pablo Lopez, 0.52. Logan Gilbert, 0.40. But 11 guys. It's dead ball, and then every once in a while, there's a smoother texture. They said some are smooth and some are gritty. Yeah, I don't know. And they can't control it. I it's just, know. it's, I, I I can't get it. I don't understand it. This whole thing about wanting to to suppress offense is not going to do them any favors. Over on the ice tonight, just five games, Canadians and the Rangers at 730. Uh, Rangers 215, home favorites plus 175 on the Canadians as road underdogs. Flyers and Jets. The Jets are minus 205, home favorites plus 175 on the Flyers. As road underdogs, we've got the Coyotes and the Stars. The Stars are, here's a chance to come back in, guys. Stars are minus 500, plus 370 on the Coyotes tonight as road underdogs. Stars win that, and the Knights are eliminated. It's minus 500. They're going to lose. Minus 500, and that's just the way this goes. Uh, Knights and the Blackhawks. Knights are minus 205. Road favorites over the Blackhawks, plus 165 if you want the home underdog, and then at 10 Eastern, 7 Pacific, we have the Kings getting hosted by the Kraken. No, I'm not going to miss that. Seattle Kraken, <laughs> plus 150. Was already prepared. Plus 150 home underdogs. That is not enough. Plus 1,500 home underdogs. That's what it should be. Minus 175. On the Los Angeles Kings, which I obviously are not very good because they're only minus one. Jason H. I'm sending a Thursday fruit basket to. Oh, he, he has he, been he. more consistent than maybe anybody who works on this show with his his nightly job of tweeting at Gill and I, yeah. reminding us of when a, if there's a Kraken game coming up about five minutes last before the show. Right? So this was back to back nights for this team. Oh, uh, I, I mean, Jason, I think has tweeted at us every game the Kraken have played for the past two weeks. He's concerned about our eardrums. Yeah, did they play last night? I yeah, I, I think, think they, they did. did. Yeah, they did. They lost five to two to the Canucks because the Canucks obviously are far better. The Kraken. Oh, stop! See, <laughs> that's not yeah, fun. you're only allowed one. That's not. Cool. There you have it. <laughs> that's not cool. There you have it. Ah, oh, that was the end of it. We're done, so. Oh, oh, is that and so ends our hockey segment. And so ends. This has been our five minutes of hockey with Matt Brown. We have gotten tweets. Uh, I think Jason was uh, tweeting me about whether he liked the Kraken tonight. Wanted to know if, really? he, should, if he should bet on him. Oh, I, I just texted Andy McNeil. He said, "I got." He said, "I got to be honest. At this point in the season, there's a lot of games you just don't even look at." He's like, "I didn't even look at that one." Wow. So he's got nothing. That's why last night he was like, four games. Stick to these four games, and that's it." Well, I have a feeling it's got to be like the end of the NBA regular season, right? Where it's like some games there's, you just don't even look at because you don't know the effort that you're going to get. There's only one playoff spot that's yet to be determined. Right, and, and the Kings, who they're playing, right, have clinched, right? Didn't they clinch last night, I believe, I saw uh, on yeah, that is correct. Center? That is correct. So, so it, for, it's the, boom, it's dropping the hockey. Knights versus the Stars. Stars would have to lose both in regulation, and the Knights would have to win their last two, and the Stars are playing the dregs of the league. So the likelihood of that happening for the Knights, minimal, minimal. Uh, one football, one bit of football news. The Jaguars left tackle and left tackle Cam Robinson, they reached the agreement on a three-year contract extension worth $54 million, a league source confirming today. And so what does that do? Does it completely now erase any Ikiakuanu possibility at one? Because I heard a little bit of buzz today. Yeah. I- I don't think it completely eliminates it, but I did go pile on uh, Trayvon Walker even more this morning. Yeah, as soon as this came through the Twitter machine, because I think this might have been 
the olive branch to Doug Peterson. It's like, okay, ah. you want the you 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 want the offensive line. Well, we're not going to give it to you, but we'll extend the guy, you know, for three years and and all that. It's kind of what it feels like to me. And and apparently, man, this this stuff with Valky and this whole arm length thing. Is a thing, right? Like it's an actual thing. You can Google yeah. Trent Balky arm length, and there's a there's an article from 2014, and the whole article is Trent Balky. I like long arms, like what? And like it's because it's a quote from someone talking to you, like back in 2014 about how he likes long arm guys. And this and Aiden Hutchinson is six foot seven and has 32 and a half inch arms, which apparently is like really short for a six foot seven human being and Trayvon Walker has long arms for his size. And it's like, apparently that's going to be the difference here. Yeah. It gets a little creepy when you say it sometimes, but yeah. yes, no, it's a, he absolutely. And it looks like he will. That's, you know, if you're reading the tea leaves on that once and for all, it does look like it looks like we don't know. We're 24 hours away. We're 25 hours away. We're 24 hours and 50 minutes to be exact. 50 minutes from now, no more, Draft betting in the state of Nevada per gaming. That's how it works. You got to take them down 24 hours before the event itself. And right now it does look like Trayvon Walker won Aiden Hutchinson, probably two. The, uh, and then we'll see what happens at three. The big mover of the day in the linebacker market, right? This is, I mean, it's been kind of over the past couple of days, but first linebacker selected now, Devin Lloyd, minus 175. Quay Walker all the way up to plus 175. The other, uh, the other old news note uh, here, uh, Donovan Mitchell said he is good to go for game six. Oh, that's good. Good to, good to go solo. All right, see what he can do for the Jazz. Try to stave off elimination. Game six of that series. Coming back with JVT on the NBA next on VEASAN's Primetime Action. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? 
I'm gonna be honest with you, I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one on one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you gotta think Love he's it. gonna guard. He don't care about guarding. He's gonna guard. He's gonna exactly. guard. Like you see him in the Olympics, he's gonna guard. And then on I'm top of that, like that, see that, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then he's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college? You think I need it? Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. You are looking live at primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Back on primetime action, live from the South Point Hotel Casino. Tip of the strip. Skill Alexander, Matt Brown, and Kelly Bidlin. Let's talk some uh, basketball with uh, Jonathan Von Tobel, who uh, will be joining us here momentarily to talk about these two games today. Big spreads tonight, Matt. Uh, you don't have anything pre-flop on these, do you? Nah. Finally, nah. I mean, you know, if you wanted to money line parlay them, I wouldn't, I wouldn't hate it, I guess. But, yeah, this seems like the end of the road for both of the underdogs. Tomorrow, in their infinite wisdom, the NBA has a triple header going on during the draft. Yeah. And God forbid I hear you say one word about these basketball games, Matt, because there will be hell to be paid during the draft. Kidding. Did you, uh, did, what, did, what did you think of, of the Suns-Pelicans last night? Um, Pelicans had the free throw advantage again. Chris Paul did that Charles Barkley thing where he is where I think he's been dead on. He's able to bring it every other game now. And so I wonder if that's enough for the Suns to get it done in the end. It it didn't really sway my opinion all that much because you got this like complete outlier performance from Mikael Bridges, which is like not to say that he's not good and can't put up good games. I certainly believe he can. But he played 47 minutes in the game, went 12 of 17, 4 of 4 from from 3, hit all three of his free throws. That's just not, you know, for 31 points, that's just not who Mikael Bridges is. Like, I mean, I think he can be a 20-point contributor for sure. Yeah. Yeah. But, like. The minutes are not, the minutes are are a Mikael Bridges thing. Like, the points are not. Yeah. Right. I, I just don't, I just don't think. You know, again, the, you got an otherworldly performance from from one of these guys, but it doesn't really change my opinion really all that much on this series. So that's like when we were talking about that before, as soon as Devin Booker went down, Matt, right? It was the, like, it's going to have to come from mm-hmm. somewhere, and it might be a di- different guy, you know, here and there, yeah. but can they do it consistently where it's a different guy every night to get it done? And And I think they can, but that's... That's where I was like, I wouldn't be surprised if this game goes, the, the, the series goes seven, yeah. and the Suns still survive because they can get performances like that. It was the double whammy too, right? So they get that from Bridges, and then you get the 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 dud from McCollum. So yeah. it's kind of like you get the double whammy going on there, where you just like the complete dub. McCollum couldn't hit 20, water if he fell out of a boat. Twenty one for McCollum last night. Yeah, yeah, one of eight from downtown. He was he was he was having a rough rough go. Of it let me uh, let me ask you guys something here before we get to these uh, some NFL draft props. If both of those series go seven, talking Phoenix, New Orleans, and Dallas, Utah, the beginning of their conference semifinals series will start later than it would have otherwise. In other words, if they both closed out in six, would this would the next series start sooner, or is that already locked in? 
They just, sent out dates. They sent out situations last night of when when first round ser- or the second round series would begin. I didn't look at them all that closely, yeah. but yes, it should push it back a day. It should put push it yeah. back. So the the theory, the working theory was, and this is only actionable in game for game six, that if Phoenix were to fall behind in game six, that maybe a commercial break or two earlier, Monty Williams might just say, eh. I'll push this to seven. We're not going to win this just because the later Phoenix goes in winning the series. Cause you don't want to play with fire. They're not going to tank a playoff game, right? But the later you go where you're like, okay, well, we're not going to win this one. The sooner you'd make that decision in game six, the Suns. it does behoove the Suns to win in seven because the more that's prolonged, the earlier quote unquote, that means Devin Booker comes back in yeah. the conference semis. And in theory, yeah, Gil. I think you're you're right as far. I think the dates all f- are all flexible until you hit the NBA Finals. I think because so remember too. when we remember it's like almost every year yeah. the conference finals like there's a somebody wins in five or six and then you're like oh cool when do the finals start oh a week and a half from now like cool yeah. we get to wait that I, long. I think you're right it's only the finals and the only actionable part of that is because again I'm not suggesting the Suns will risk you know a one and done game seven. But there, it might be a timeout or two earlier than normal where Monty Williams might say, all right, let's just pack this in. That's all I'm saying. Might be a game six thing to uh, keep in mind when we get there. How about more NFL draft props? Let's do that. These are draft positions uh, courtesy of DraftKings, and we'll do these position by position, and we'll just roll through them. We'll put each position up on each graphic. Start with uh, – well, this is a this is a bunch of uh, well, maybe we're not. Doing this is just from these are from lowest to highest. Lowest right? to highest. Okay, we'll do it by lowest to highest then. Aiden Hutchinson, therefore, and Trayvon Rock- Walker, their positions will be one and a half. Aiden Hutchinson's over will be heavily juiced at this point. Trayvon Walker's under. In other words, Trayvon Walker, the favorite to go first. Aiden Hutchinson, the favorite to go second. Uh, and then everybody else goes from there. Ike Aquano and Kayvon Thibodeau both at four and a half. Kayvon feels like he might be the guy that slips here. A lot of Jets at Quanu buzz at four. The it seems it, it seems as if he's the he's gotten to the point now where he almost has just one out, which is the Jets at four, right? Mm-hmm. Like it seems like there's only one out for him. Talking Kayvon. Yeah. Yeah. With the way this has gone, I mean, it seemed a week ago that it was very live for him to go two. It wasn't out of the question for him to go three. And then it was like, okay, well, if he gets to four, then it's definitely four. But it seems like it has to be four now or nothing. So the only way to bet that for me is the is the over for sure. Um, Stingley, it seems, even at seven and a half, is still an under bet if you were coming in today and you had to bet it one way or the other because it seems as if from what we're gathering, if it's not three, that he is super live for the Giants at either five or seven. That that seems to be the seems to be kind of the buzz there to where and they have the luxury having five and seven to where if they feel like someone might actually trade up and get him at six, they just take him at five. If they don't feel like that's the situation, then they could just take him at seven. So um, I, I think he's the guy there that, that is still pretty bettable at seven and a half, even though I know that's a pretty, pretty small number considering, uh, two weeks ago, you could have got 13 and a half on him, yeah, you know, but like 11 um, and a half. Yeah. yeah. So that's what makes this tough because again, you're very well thought out exercise that we're going to try to do later is, Hey, what, what's still available of the ones we have? It might be, I had like two that were still anywhere close to the 15 bets that I had or, or that you'd actually want to recommend to people. There was a third, but I didn't like it. <laughs> right. I, I yeah. had two or three of that. I'm like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't recommend yeah. anybody bets this right now.
But I mean, do you think Garrett Wilson under nine and a half is still playable? Yeah, uh, yeah I mean, yeah. I just went. And, yeah, and we'll, we'll we'll talk about it later. I just went and found other bets that I think are are bettable. You know, th- that people might could kind of dig through and find. Oh, and I misunderstood the assignment. And 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 look for because like those I, again, there's a lot of people. There's <laughs> a lot of people that I understand. Like you know, I hadn't been looking at this like it, yep. in, up until the last couple of days and stuff. So. Um, the other, the only other one, the only other guy that's getting a ton of steam right now, but I think it's overcorrected too much is, is Jermaine Johnson, because there is, there is a ton out there of saying like, okay, these teams have, have done their due diligence and now they believe that he is full on a top 10 pick or something, but this thing's steaming all the way to seven and a half. Where's he going? Is seems a little seems like it's gotten a little a yeah. little too overcorrected at this point. I'm saying one through seven. Where's he going? So, I mean, not many outs as you, yeah, as you would say. Yeah, like I, I I think that is a a dead over for sure. Because again, it, it like yes, a team could reach in that top seven if right. they, but but yeah. that's what it would take, right? It, it would take you're betting on someone reaching. Let's flip to the next group. These are uh, sort of the mid range first round totals. Uh, draft positions, that is, on these players. From Drake London to the Jameis Williams and the Kyle Hamiltons of the world, Malik Willis is wedged in there at 13 and a half, kind of no man's land for him. Kenny Pickett, 16 and a half. See, Jordan Davis is at 14 and a half. His under is heavily juiced now. Chris Olave's under is now minus 205. A little buzz today that perhaps he'll go to Washington at 11. I'd love that, by the way. And Karloftis now, his over is 22 and a half. I had an over 18 and a half a couple weeks ago on that. Anything here you like? I I I think Hamilton still the I think the bet you can the only one you can make is still the over on him. Plus one thirty on Hamilton. At, yeah. Because the the under again, we keep talking about outs and just where players have been connected and and certainly where all these smart guys that are connected to these organizations in some way, shape, or form. They're kind of final mock drafts that are coming out and all that. Like he is by far the biggest, the biggest faller there is now at this point. Um, a guy that was rumored to go as high as three to Houston and now is for the majority of the ones that have come out in the last seventy-two hours. He is, you know, I would say the average here, as I just kind of glanced really quickly, average would probably be like 15, 16, something like that for for him, so again, I would never play the under at 160. This that would just be a price play. While the while he's certainly live for for Washington at 11, if they don't take a wide receiver, um, yeah, I know, I know, you hate hearing that. But. Let's let's flip one more. This is the back end of the draft here, from the uh, in the 20s and into uh, 30 and a half here. Uh, Daxton Hill, 28 and a half for those who have a safeties bet, a safe, uh, safety at one and a half. Will Daxton Hill go? Earlier than 20 and a half, will he go over 20 and a half? Will he slip out of the uh, the round itself? Desmond Ritter's at 30 and a half. Anything you like here? Any of the, well, just a, as more of a overall thing here, like any of these 30 and a halves, I would just bet the top 32 pick on them and, and not bet the 30. Like, I would give myself the additional couple of outs because they're all kind of players that teams may just have to reach for a little bit and it could easily be someone like trading back in with the lions at 32 and taking you know again a desmond ritter or a john dodson or something like by that, that time we will know how our night has been yes that is will, for, for sure. sure tomorrow 7 p.m eastern 4 p.m pacific we'll let you know all about the lineup jbt next on the nba it's Vison's primetime action You are looking live at primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. 
Slow and steady wins stacks of cash. Join the Old Forester Turtle Derby Challenge and compete free for your share of $5,000. Enter the free-to-play pool and make your Turtle Derby predictions for a shot at your share of the cash. Head to DraftKings.com slash Old Forester to get in on the action. Old Forester never gets old. 21 and over only. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Drink responsibly. What do you know about Turtle Derby? I, I, I'm Googling it right now, actually. Because what do you I, know about a Turtle I don't, Derby? Because I don't know about the Turtle Derby. I thought you were going to be like, oh, yeah, back in the day, we used to race that's turtles I, all the time. That's what I assumed last yeah, night. Everything. He knows, thought he, does thought everything. I thought he was an expert on it last night. <laughs> no. But no, it was uh, it was like oiled up pigs. Oiled pigs. Yes. Was, yeah. <laughs> oiled pigs. Greased oiled pigs. up. Like, <laughs> it sounds pigs. like it's not. <laughs> oil, I mean. Oiled up. I mean. <laughs> yeah, no, not the same thing. Uh, Doesn't sound quite right. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, he joins us from his senior NBA analyst desk at his lair somewhere here in Las Vegas because we got a doubleheader of basketball tonight. Not exactly the sexiest games. Looking to see uh, if there's some closeouts, some gentlemen sweeps. Maybe he has a play on him. Jonathan Von Tobel, everybody, at MeJVT, also co-host of The Edge. How you doing, John? I'm good. I'm excited. I'm not as excited as I will be for what is called the slowest two minutes in sports. That would be the Turtle Derby. But uh, outside oh, of that, I'm very excited. Yeah, that's, that's some good action is what that is. What, well, first of all, before we get to tonight's game, what, what is the NBA doing with this triple header tomorrow night? What, what, what are we doing? Why did that happen during the know. draft? Yeah, I don't know, and it's like, and it's good games, right? Like, yes. Like, I want to, I want to sit and watch every second of Philadelphia's potential meltdown Me against too. Toronto. <laughs> like, I, I'm with you. I'm, I'm really upset about this. These two games should have been tomorrow. Exactly. And we should have fast forwarded everything here. Is so, it too late to call know. that in? Can we change it? Too late, probably. Yeah, probably. I, I would say maybe if you had enough power, but I yeah, don't have. I don't, I, don't, I don't have it like that. All right, this game's about to tip off between the uh, Bulls and the Bucks. Bucks, big favorites here. Any play, total or side. No, I didn't mess with this game. I mean, it just, I will say it's just, it's hard to find a case for Chicago, given the absences that we know, uh, Zach Levine, Alex Caruso. Uh, I mean, I was writing about it this morning. If you look at just like all of the numbers here, uh, Chicago has just evolved into an inefficient mid-range jump shooting team. 26% of their attempts have come from long mid-range, 14 feet to the inside of the three-point line. It's the most inefficient area of the floor uh, that you can shoot from. They're taking over a quarter of their attempts from there. They're shooting 40% on those attempts too, so that's not very good. Uh, their bench, 16.7 points per game. Uh, they, and now no Levine. It's just, I find it hard to really want to get in here on Chicago. My, my strategy I'm hoping for uh, is that Milwaukee maybe gets off to a lackadaisical start, knowing they can put them away, get a cheap number on them, and, and bet them in that way. Uh, but they, like Chicago should be done here tonight. I don't see any path toward winning this. And maybe it's an inflated number, but it's right where I made it. So I'm hoping for an in-game here so I can get a cheap number on Milwaukee. Got another big number in the nightcap as well. 10 Eastern, 7 Pacific, 8.5 in favor of the Warriors. Nuggets did put up a little bit of a fight here, John, but do you think that this is the end of the road for them too? Yeah, I think it is. The, the, the trouble is, Matt, when you look at a game like this or go back to last night with Phoenix and New Orleans, it, this is all just about role players showing up. And sometimes when you're at home, role players do a better job. For example, Monty Morris and Aaron Gordon in the two games in San Francisco, games one and two, they went, they scored a combined 37 points over those two games. Right. They, they, that's not sustainable. It's why they lost those games and didn't cover either one of those. But then you get to this last game. Monty Morris has 24 points, 7-11 for the floor. It's five three-pointers. Aaron Gordon has 21. And lo and behold, they win. So if Aaron Gordon and Monty Morris are actually going to show up for once on the road, then maybe this is something where the Nuggets uh, should be able to cover. But it just we haven't seen them show up on the road. And we know that cliche of role players playing better at home. And, and that's held true here for the Denver Nuggets. So 
I, I think, look, this is right about where I made it. So it's a tad bit higher than I made it. So uh, I guess there's theoretical, at least by my numbers, value in betting on the Denver Nuggets. But the, the first two games left such a bad taste in my mouth in terms of the role player shrinking on the road that I just don't want that at all. So I didn't have anything in this game at all. All right, let's go to tomorrow night. And it yes. does begin with game six in Toronto in the six in the T dot. OK, I'll stop. Uh, between the Sixers and the Raptors tomorrow night. North of the border. North of, <laughs> north of the border. No Matisse Thibel because of Canadian vaccine mandates. He was not fully vaccinated. Same was the case in games three and four. Uh, only three teams in history have come back yeah. from a three to nothing deficit to even force a game seven. Remember, it's zero in 143 lifetime for teams down three to nothing to actually pull off the series win. Uh, n- Freddie Van Vliet doubtful still for the Raptors. Scotty Barnes feeling good, though. He'll be there, of course, for Toronto. And Joel Embiid still's got the thumb injury. Are you surprised that the Sixers are one-and-a-half-point favorites? Are you surprised that it stayed that way? And do you think the Raptors can pull off the unthinkable? So I'm, I'm, I guess I'm kind of surprised because usually we see the market kind of overreact to like, you know, uh, results. And this has been a reaction, you know, game two or no, excuse me, game three, uh, Philly closed two and then game three, they closed three. So it is a little bit shorter than we saw in those few games and Fred Van Viet not playing probably affects this as well. Uh, but I guess I was surprised because I figured the, the market would get super like, you know, Randy about this and make the Toronto Raptors like a one, one and a half point favorite. Uh, but I do think they can do this. Look, over the course of three games now, Toronto has figured out defensively what they want to do. Defensive rating over the last three games of 102.4. They've outscored the Philadelphia 76ers over those three games by 5.8 points per 100 possessions. We can make the argument. It didn't happen. You can make the argument that in game three, likely should have won that game if Preston Chichua can hit his free throws at the end of regulation. This is a Raptors team that has gotten healthier. You mentioned Barnes coming back. They have figured out their game plan. And here's the other thing, Gil, and I've talked to you guys about this, and this is the thing that was weird in the first two games. In the first two games, Toronto uh, was getting destroyed in transition, both offensively and defensively. It's not something Philadelphia did all year long. They were a bottom-tier team transitionally in both offense and defense. And yet in the first two games, they were getting up and down the floor. They were shutting down Toronto's transition offense. This has completely flipped now. We saw in just this last game, the Toronto uh, floor offense was getting up and down the floor. Most of their buckets were coming in transition. They were finding open three-point shooters, getting to the rim, kicking it out. They're starting to play their game. So I do think that they have everything in their uh, toolbox here to force a game seven and co- like get this back to Philadelphia because I have the series ticket. I- I'm not going to do much unless an in-game opportunity presents itself here, but I do think Toronto, like by the time tomorrow ends, I do think we're going to be talking about a game seven here for Philadelphia because Toronto has started to figure things out. They've started to play their game. And I think that's, what's really worried to Philadelphia here. All of their weaknesses have shown up over the last three games and Toronto's exploiting them. John, I was looking at the the Suns and the Pelicans tomorrow night as well. I was saying a bit, little bit earlier that the game last night didn't really change my overall thoughts of this. That I think that the Pelicans are still live because you look and you get a you know a a sub fiftieth percentile game out of McCollum. He's a forty eight percent shooter. He shoots thirty percent last night. You know, and then you get a ninety fifth percentile game out of Mikael Bridges. So like it was it was a you basically got like a double whammy right there for the Pelicans, right? You get you get clobbered over the head by a guy having a career game, and then one of your stars has one of his worst games possible. So you look at this, Suns, two-point favorites, two, two-and-a-half. Probably not even worried about taking the points here. If you want the Pelicans, you just play a money line situation. Right. How, how live do you think the Pelicans are still in this thing at home? I think they're really live. You know, I, th- I think ultimately Phoenix it will win this series, whether it's tomorrow or game seven. 
But I think what's going to be interesting about tomorrow is uh, yesterday, Larry Nance Jr. in his minutes on the floor, they were outscored by 10 points in, in those minutes. And that's only one game. But in the two games prior to that in New Orleans, they had outscored the Suns by about 13 points in his minutes on the floor. Those small ball lineups, Larry Nance Jr. at center, they had really given the Phoenix Suns a lot of issues. And also the bench minutes. The bench minutes were a really, really big negative for the Phoenix Suns in the games in New Orleans. Campaign did not show up in any way whatsoever in those two games. Their lineups were atrocious because there's no real shot creation. But like you mentioned, you got an otherworldly performance from Mikael Bridges. So that kind of really it, it eased everything in terms of the issues with your bench. But still yesterday, campaign four of 10 from the floor. Yes, he was two or three from three point range. Those bench minutes are still going to be a problem. And when you don't get that from Bridges, now you're talking about a really tight affair that I think is going to be much more like the games we saw games three and four, as opposed to what we saw yesterday, where the Suns opened up a double digit lead and comfortably took it the entire way. So I'm with you. Like if you're going to play it, it would be money line. I think this should probably be a little bit higher. I had this the Suns as about three point favorite. So in the market's heading that direction, maybe it gets there. But I do think Phoenix, the issues that they have, they're still going to be there. And unless Bridges is going to take on some of the scoring load or a Cam Johnson type, then I think you're going to get back to that really tight game that's going to come down to the clutch minutes. And to give the Suns credit, they were the best clutch team in the NBA each of the last two seasons. They do have Chris Paul. The nightcap tomorrow, game six back in Utah between the Jazz and the Mavericks. I was just sort of asking out loud yesterday on the show. You know, if you take the Nets out of the equation, who's the single most disappointing team in the playoffs? And the answer might be the Jazz, even though they've won two games. It's, it's just been a lackluster performance. Donovan Mitchell is a go in game six, and you like Utah here. Yeah, and this was kind of more of a number grab, Gil, because I figured the market was going to move at some point. You figured um, right. And, yeah, and we, Right, so I grabbed two and a half with Utah. And, and the only reason the Mavericks, we'll get this straight, the only reason the Mavericks were two and a half point favorites on the road is because the market was factoring in, for some reason, Donovan Mitchell not playing or being very questionable to play. But the MRI results came out yesterday that he looked fine, and the market still didn't budge. So I was like, I'll grab two and a half and see what happens. And sure enough, we're at pick right now. I made this Utah minus one and a half, so it wouldn't be surprising to see it get to there at this point. Uh, but I, having said that, I, it's a number grab. I don't like anything that Utah has done at this point right now. Uh, the Jazz have been playing terrible defense. Their perimeter defense has been non-existent. We've talked about this ad nauseum with their inability to contain dribble penetration, thus leading to kickouts to open shooters. But what we're not talking enough about is Jason Kidd in the game plan of running these guys off the three-point line and not allowing them to take three-point shots. The Jazz want to shoot from the perimeter. It's what they've done each of the last two seasons, and the Mavericks have just refused to allow that to happen. They have forced them to take just like, you know janky mid-range jumpers, work from the mid-range area of the floor. They, they've done a brilliant job. So I think Dallas is still alive, but I just grabbed the number figure and it would move. Jason Kidd out coaching uh, Quinn Snyder, a.k.a. Yeah. Bad B-Raj. Bad B Raj, that's what we call it. That's it. Thank Evil you, JVT. <laughs> Appreciate Thanks, it, man. 19 minute warning, John. You got 19 minutes to make prop bets. <laughs> 19, Nin- 19 minutes. Jonathan Montoval, everybody. Speaking of prop bets, how about some NFL draft parlays? Might that be of something of interest to you? On the other side, it's VEASAN's primetime action. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. 
Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. You are looking live at primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. The VSIN Spring Special is here. For only $59, you get everything Visa has to offer from now to the end of July. The next few months are going to be filled with the best betting content in the business. Right here at VEASAN.com, subscribers will get access to all of it, including Adam Burke's daily MLB best bets, Jonathan Von Tobel, who we just talked to. He'll have best bets all the way through the NBA Finals. Andy McNeil, he'll break down all the action on the ice all the way through the Stanley Cup playoffs. Lots of NFL preseason coverage as well. Not to mention continued best bets and premium articles covering golf, UFC, USFL, and Matt Brown on NASCAR. If you want yes. the full VEASAN experience, which features the daily best bets email, every edition of Point Spread Weekly used for betting tools and a live video stream, whatever you want it, the cost is only $59. $75.63 Canadian. All of that to be a subscriber through July 31st. That's it. $59 and whatever you said Canadian. Sign up now at VEASAN.com slash spring. $75.63. Dollar strong? Dollar strong today. Dollar, dollar strong. If you take the Vaughn out, he's just John Tobel. And it just sounds it just sounds like a normal a normal name. John Von Tobel is kind of a cool name. And you take Von out and it's just John Tobel. Imagine if you took the Vaughn out of Isaiah Wrinkle. It's it's it feels <laughs> like maybe it's just because we know it and it's you know, it like sounds like it's right, but if you put a Vaughn like if you were Kelly Von Bidlin. Kelly Von Bidlin sounds pretty dang fancy. I'll Actually, tell you Kelly that Von Bidlin. That guy's got style. Works. That guy's got class. Kelly Von Bidlin. Kelly, Kelly Von, Von Bidlin. Bidlin actually does work. <laughs> yeah. You can't put a Vaughn in mind, Matt Von Brown. People are like, your middle name's Vaughn. Yeah, I'd be like, you just made that up. Yeah. You made that up. Yeah. Giannis just got uh, steamrolled on the court, I believe. He's taking his time getting up. Wait, but it's but when it's like that, when it's like V-O-N, it's not like, it's not a middle name. 
right? Like that's part of, part of no, that's just name. his last name. That's part of his last but name. But people would think for me that I was just saying my middle name because Von Brown doesn't work. Yeah, I'd be like, you're from yeah. Louisiana, right? So yeah. V-A-U-G-H-N. Yeah, 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 they would think that I was, yeah. Matt Von Brown. <laughs> Matt Von Brown. <laughs> Milwaukee doubling up the Bulls already, 14-7. to seven, A little more than halfway through the first quarter. Giannis is fine. All right. I, I, by the way, real, real quick, yeah. I, I looked this up. This It really is like a, it's a turtle. Eight turtles are going to race. Yeah. It's a derby. They're going to race eight turtles in this thing. Hey, man, one of those turtles is faster than the other seven. So it dates back to 1945. Oh, my God. And it was because that was the 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 Kentucky Derby got canceled in 1945 because of World oh. War II. And so they raced turtles. Like as like a oh, okay well we'll just keep like the tradition going of racing something that that sounds smart a eh? yeah so then the, they brought it back b have you guys you guys watched last week tonight John Oliver did you it it is the most exhaustively uh most exhaustively researched show he does such a great job and I always mean to watch it and the answer is no I never do. okay okay so I occasionally do because yeah. everything you just said right yeah. I always forget and it's an amazing show he did a segment like a few weeks ago on how there is some, a city in Alaska who does has done a lottery for like a hundred years uh, of where you can mail in two dollars and the whole bet is on when a certain point of ice melts in the river that the that the city is on. And he did a whole segment on this on like how it dates all far back and like how you get like anybody can bet mm. on it. So primetime action might have to send in mm. a ticket. Maybe we'll have to do it. If show. it hasn't maybe built we'll already. have to do a show from there, maybe. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's do that. Uh NFL draft parlays. Yes, at DraftKings, they have a pre-packaged parlays. Not to be confused with your Correct. Yes. Prepackaged Jeff parlays. <laughs> uh, these are just regular prepackaged parlays at DraftKings. Uh, can I interest you in any of these? Over two and a half quarterbacks, along with over five and a half wide receivers. Both of us, well, all of us, we think those will both hit. You can get them both together for minus 135. You could. You could. And I think that both of them are well, going to hit. Me too. I, I really do. The only thing I'm not as confident in anymore, and I have a bet in, so whatever, I'll just, I'm prepared to lose it, is. That, that Ritter's going to be the third one because I now, and it's lying season, so you don't know, but yeah. now there's all this stuff that like the Lions really did, really do like Howell is what, what was what the stuff was going around last night that like, so that 32nd pick could be like live for Howell to go and all this stuff and that they really didn't like the other ones, but they really do like him, mm. all this stuff. Remember Sean King when he was on where did the cross talk the other night? He says, Sam Howell's the best quarterback in the draft period. I, I, you know, I did read up a lot, Matt. I'm sure, I'm sure you looked at some of this too, with some of the uh, like pro football focus did something on it, but just the, the arm strength, depth of target stuff and accuracy. And it's like Malik Willis and Sam Howell are still just like they're leaps and bounds ahead of these other quarterbacks with just that ability and how much they did it in college. These are very cool. How about Trayvon Walker to be the first overall pick? He's the favorite to be that. And Malik Willis to be the first quarterback drafted. He's the first. Yeah. He's the favorite to do to be that. I, I would bet that one. I would for say sure. and and with plus one ten. With the news that the Panthers either really, really want to trade out of six or at this point are are moving on from from quarterback, that I think the first I think the first quarterback is going to be Malik Willis. And because if it gets to twenty, then he, the Steelers are going to take him. So yes, that that would that one would I would bet as well. Here's a three legger. 
Ahmad Gardner, sauce, to be the first cornerback. Boo, yeah, we boo that parlay. <laughs> we don't like this Light one. Light that one on fire. That'll even need to get the rest. Boo that parlay. Doesn't matter that Ike Aquanu, first offensive <laughs> lineman, Devin Lloyd, first linebacker selected, that the three of those will get you plus 115 because we don't like that. Boo that one. I don't want to have that ticket. I don't want to have I don't want to have to root for that. All right, how about this? Exactly three quarterbacks drafted in the first round and no oh. running backs. Oh, give me that. Ooh, that one's interesting. Plus 120. Ooh, I do like that one. That one's yeah. spicy. I like that one. Spicy. I picked, what, the eight? I think there's eight on here. Yeah, the eight that's kind of stood out to me in different price ranges. I checked this again today, though, to double-check where these prices are at. DraftKings is is probably up to 100 different parlay options they've posted on there. So this is is only some of many that are up there. They they had one-twos. They had one-two-threes exactas on those. uh, Very creative on a lot of these. Here's another one. Ahmad Gardner top three pick with Derek Stingley Jr. top ten pick plus three fifty. We don't like that either. Boo. Flip Boo. that one. Boo. Flip, flip the names. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Boo. Flip the names. People just landing on the shore like, what do these guys have against sauce? <laughs> well, we all have Derek Stingley bets is the answer. All right, here's one. Trayvon Walker top three pick. Okay. Jordan Davis top ten pick together at plus four hundred. He has certainly He's gotten. Yeah. Some juice, but I don't think top 10 juice. I, I think top 15 juice. I don't think top 10 juice. I don't think I could put that one in the account. Here's a 20 to one. All of these guys drafted in the first round. Brees Hall. Oh, there you go. There's a problem already. I love Brees Hall, but I don't think it's going to happen. Yes. Chris Olave, Logan Hall, and Drake Jackson. All four of those guys in the first round. 20 to one for you. Get out, get out of town. Get out of town with that one. All right. How about an 80 to one? Listen to this. All top 10 picks, Malik Willis, Kenny Pickett. Oh, come on. Ahmad Garner, Derek Stigley Jr., Kyle Hamilton, and Jordan Davis. I like lose multiple bets if that one yeah, hits. So. Please no. Yeah. These are great. They had, yeah. I mean, they have one, two, threes also. Yesterday I was talking about how there's one that's Trayvon one, Hutchinson two, and Derek Stingley three, which would be the perfect order for all mm-hmm. of our bets. That paid six to one during a numbers game yesterday. By the end of the show, yeah. it was plus five fifty. I would, I would bet that they they put up. Uh, they hit this morning. Uh, you can bet one through four now. Oh, I like it. Yeah, you can bet one through four. So if you just want it, like you know what, if this goes perfectly, I want it to also cash me a ticket. You can go ahead and you can go ahead and bet that as well. Which I thought those were pretty interesting. So I feel like let's just again here we are now, almost exactly mm-hmm. twenty four hours before the beginning of the draft. And are we going to have to wait for the entire clock for the Jaguars, by the way? Is that going to be a thing this year? I would think absolutely. Yeah. Because, I just, mean, still, just in case. Still, the best thing for them would be to trade out and pick yeah. up more picks, right? But right now, it's feeling like Trayvon one, mm-hmm. Aiden Hutchinson two, mm-hmm. Derek Stingley three. And then it feels like it's Iki Aquano at four, followed by Charles Cross at five. Is that what you're getting to? The four pick is the one that is kind of the up in the air one. So if you look at, if you look at kind of every, all the ones from, you know, again, like the guys that I respect that have come out over like the last 48 hours, that four pick is the one that's just all over the place, completely all over everyone from everyone from Thibodeau to, you know, if Stingley was still available, they have some people have him like going up there. Like there's like the, the four pick is where this is, is all kinds of wacky. And so it's hard for me to, it's hard for me to pin down what's, 
what's going on there. I mean, there's still plenty. There's still a few few guys that are still thinking that it's going to be Sauce at four, even if Stingley goes at three. I wouldn't be shocked. Yeah, I wouldn't be shocked by that. So there's there's that because the thought being. If we with don't the, pick him now, we'll never get if him. The, if the with Stingley off the board, yeah. and if there's only two corners that are coveted, yep. they got to go ahead and pull the trigger then, and then they'll just address whatever wide receiver or, what, or best player available, maybe whatever at ten. You know that, that they've. And what was Trey Wingo's comment? Guy who throws the ball, guy who catches ball from guy who throws ball, guy who uh, rushes the guy who throws ball, guy who protects the guy who throws ball, and guy who covers the guy who, that they throw it to. Right? Like those yeah. are the positions. Yeah. So. Which means not a running back, not a safety, not a center, right? That kind of thing. We'll do more of these. Brent Musburger will join us next. VEASAN founder and voice of the Raiders. He wants to talk draft. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.